Thanks for tuning in to the CoLive podcast, where we explore learnings, insights, and discussions with co-living operators and professionals from around the world. If you're a first-time listener on our podcast, just a quick reminder that CoLive is the world's largest co-living association with the goal to connect, educate, and empower co-living professionals. To join our network or find out about future meetups and other events, please visit colive.org. That's co-liv.org. This week's episode is brought to you in partnership with Young Global Living, the platform for your co-living space based on your preferences. With Young Global Living, you can find a new place to live, discover new work opportunities, and connect with other community members all on one platform. Young Global Living wants to make experiences the new kind of living by matching co-livers with like-minded communities and providing co-livers with local perks where location is no longer a barrier. Feel free to look in the show description for more info on Young Global Living, as well as a link to their website, Young Global Living, where you want to be. Let's hop right in to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Today, I have with me a fantastic guest. I have Christian, who is our head of tech. We're also much, much more than that, and he will tell us all about it very soon. So welcome to the podcast, Christian. Thank you very much. Um, thanks for having me, Kate. Tell us a little bit about your story. What brought you into Colivin? And mainly, why are you staying in this industry? Okay, that is a really good question, Kate. So I do see two angles, right? So it's two ways. It's a business way, and it's even a personal touch, a personal look. So from a business point of view, I'm um, personally really happy to work in a company which is um, open-minded to new trends. So um, what has helped is um, that we, as, as a company, has developed in certain areas and certain uh, developments uh, really early on to be part of that movement. So that maybe allows me to introduce Salter a bit. So Salter Systems is a technology provider and since um, 2001, so a long has history in that sense, uh, we have been delivering state-of-the-art um, wire-free and keyless access control systems and solutions. And down the line, we have established a strong presence in many verticals and you can what is a vertical to us is basically um, every application which covers a door so better to say an access point in our language and that then covers um, I mean co-living the BTR the co-working circus and many more so you name it it could be um, a university an airport uh, logistics hospitality hospitals um, retail banking I mean everywhere where you have a door. Now, as Salto, we cover 95 countries at the moment. Um, it's a lock portfolio, which can go on any door worldwide. And um, this can be a door, a padlock, a locker lock, which is extremely important in the new way of living and working. Yeah? So think about um, uh, you would like to uh, secure your private belongings um, in a shared or flex environment or even a parcel delivery system, you name it. So key for us as Salto, and then I will continue with the, the second um, glance, is um, being close to our customers um, with our local um, business units, but also provide our global customers 
um, a good fit, a good um, operational guiding. So that then consists of um, the management behind, but it's definitely then also nails down and get back to the, the product, uh, the management platform in order to provide um, a global support. Um, now, unique, and you asked uh, what, what has br brought us from a business point of view and in general, what brought us into the new markets like co-living or even co-working. Um, unique at the time, we started a development um, which basically brought access control management in the cloud and um, surrounded by that great product, we are now able to really offer this as a scalable solution um, from one to unlimited locks, from one user to unlimited users. And that, um, which may be also definitely a topic of today's session, is that if you want to be part of the newer generation's decision-making processes, uh, you, you and, and suppliers like us, we have to think with them. And that means that um, new, new generations have a different mindset. And that mindset is surrounded now coming back to access control and the way how we manage. If you have provide something in the cloud, which you can provide as a service is um, uh, going um, with the need of our customers in these verticals. Now, um, I think that answers a bit of, of the business um, type of question. And my personal look, I also would like really to add because um, it's about passion, right? So besides I have, I mean, shame on me, but um, I have not stayed for long in a co-living house, not like you, Kate, yeah, um, uh, but just a few days. But I think also coming back, the real passion comes from our own drive for new things, for um, the sharing and the contribution and see others grow and yourself growing with the input from your community. And I think um, if I look back, if I was younger, now that is maybe, um, I'm also not that old, but if I was younger, I have already started working for organizations um, on, in a different way. So I have organized kid camps, uh, family camps. Um, I really was on it to start. Um, and that was my start in thinking, uh, to start thinking in community terms. And uh, to summarize, again, it's a passion about this movement. And I can already see myself uh, living in a co-living for families. So, I mean, it's really uh, something which I have discussed uh, already had good conversations with friends um, to go and buy or rent jointly uh, with friends a farm. Uh, definitely a different form of co-living, but it's a community-driven shared living, uh, which I definitely would be um, a thing for me. I also would like to say, I, I'm not sure it's just always question of age or not. It's also a question of different things that we are doing in life and different patterns, right? We reach a certain times in our lives where we see different things in different way and we appreciate and we value them in a different way. So that absolutely. could also be... Um, no, absolutely. I mean, I can add a comment on that. So, I mean, if I look into the concepts and our proud... Um, I mean, we are proud partners of, of some of the leading brands in either co-living or co-working um, vertical. And if I look to co-living and uh, then maybe name uh, the collective, I mean, the collective, they host, I mean, they inhabit uh, 
um, people from an age from 25 to 65. So you see that uh, it's starting to change. So we are now looking at the millenniums and the generations had and the change in the uh, lifestyle, but also mindset of those generations. But it's also already calling in the what is called the empty nesters um, and their change. So there are people who are willing to live in a community. It's not a thing for all, uh, but that is what you meant with the psychographical uh, change in the mindset. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, well, my next question was going to be, what does co-living mean to you personally and professionally? But I think we've already tapped into that, right? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely, uh, we tapped into, I mean, to maybe put a sentence here, I think overall, if you zoom out, what we see is the world is changing and um, is making, I mean, it's us making a change and it's us making a change at Colif uh, because we are we hosting, I mean, the best experts of all of the different disciplines and making them um, collaborating with each other. So that is, I think, a core um, of Colif. Um, and what, what we do at Salto, I mean, to put that uh, then in, in perspective is that in Salto, we are going to do exactly the same. So um, if I look at how we manage, how we work together with our tech partners and non-tech partners, so that non-tech partner is, I think, quite new, even in that uh, way of an access control provider. So we open up and think about the wider network and other disciplines, uh, requirements. Those are key to a holistic solution. And that's maybe also later on the bridge to what we see, what I envision to become um, the tech community of Colif. Interesting that. Now, you spoke about Salto, which is a company you work for, and you are actually the global lead for the co-living PBSA and working places for Salto itself. Now, on your bio in LinkedIn, there is something written that really strikes me, and it says, working on the beaten track is not for you. In fact, your ambition is triggered when a simple thought becomes an actual ideal fueled by a great deal of passion, and for you, that's where the magic happens. Would you like to elaborate a bit more on that? Sure, sure. So, I mean, again, if you look at innovation and technology, um, I mean, all parties who want to participate in these new models, they in a kind of have to be part of an ongoing development. Eh? So it's always a learning path um, and you have to keep it doing, otherwise you are out of the game. So literally in tech companies, it is a must if you want to be ahead of even a trend and being ready when something needs to be ready. So what I mean is, I mean, I look at, at Salto and the development cycles of a new hardware component. I mean, that is, takes time. So and you need to be ahead of the trend. You need to be ahead in order to make that ready. Um, I mean, that needs a, a resource in, in development teams. Um, I mean, it's a massive resource de uh, development team in Itzalto, about 100 people working on a daily basis in the greatest and newest angle. Now, what has led to, to that bio thing is that all set is key. 
no doubts. But on the counter side, the latest and greatest successes um, have shown that current technology is in a way, I mean, hopefully no one at, in the audience listening in, tuning in. Um, I mean, you can always discuss that, but by, my opinion is still that the current technology is still enough to build a great solution so far. So it is just um, to see and to work and to collaborate together in order to make the best out of it. And there is where the biggest gap is at the moment. So there is great technology out there. Definitely it's an it's ongoing development with new technology and face recognition and all that stuff, which already exists, but in a more mature, robust, resilient way. But the way how I see it, and that's where the magic happens, if you collaborate and um, work together. And um, again, to make an example, so the bridge to Salto would be that locks can be seen as a crucial point always to enter a facility. That is where it always starts and to manage how and when and who. But same time, it should be seen as a data creator with online real-time um, uh, opportunity to trigger other processes. And that then is the answer to uh, with a minimum investment um, for operations to re reuse the data combine the data with other data um, provided by other suppliers, applications, and really make that customer experience goals to look at sustainable goals to really make the best out of it. And that is where the magic starts in my point of view. Yeah, I mean, this really taps into the next question that I had for you because I wanted to ask you with regard to the Colivin the as an industry, but also as products, what kind of opportunity do you see actually coming up in the Colivin scene? So I, I think you kind of like half answered already, but I don't know if there is something else you would like to add on there. Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, the Colivin scene... It's a wide topic, right? So, um, For sure. Um, it's then also the question on, um, I mean, what is often used is um, the ecosystem, yeah? Um, um, what is now the ecosystem, yeah? So I always see it, try to um, look at an ecosystem from different perspectives. So ecosystems, passions, us for multiple reasons, but you need to define it well. So if we, for now, would look at um, the ecosystem of an operation, then definitely you have a different audiences being involved. You have the guests, the members, you have the operators and the third parties. So if we then look at this and also try to connect the, um, the dots where tech um, can be be involved. I would like to look at the supply side and the demand side. So from a supply side, um, um, operators always want technology to increase efficiency. There's automation um, that needs to be addressed. I mean, also looking at the limitations of physical amenities um, in, the, in, in the years uh, where we have seen uh, amenities in a boom, right? So there were a rise of amenities and um, very often even physical amenities, which maybe at the end, um, it's also then an inflection point because you have seen then many physical amenities, which at the end were even not 
been um, as balanced in cost to usage as it should be. So, and that has turned to more tech enabled services. So again, what, what I um, explained uh, before is there are many tech enabled services um, which are needed. And to give you one example is um, if I talk about how to build the building right, then um, the, the question is always, and that is then another involvement of an ecosystem to be involved in pre-developments and to consult and to assist even um, developments. But even if today everything would be shaped in the way it should be, buildings even five years back, which were built, provided not a solution. And that is, I, was, I always, I always think about that trigger, is the amount of parcels coming in every day. So the amount of parcels coming in every day are not from a spatial design and interior design point of view, not being um, fitted and suits not the need of demand of today. So how can we now make um, from a supply side, even through tech enabled services, this service to improve the service and to look at it um, from um, an efficiency point of view. So that I think is from the supply side where we look at it and from a demand side, I think that is super critical um, because we all need a customer centric view and customers and the customers of the customers we don't know, um, that is there we know that the generations in general, they use technology as a standard. So um, I'm looking at it from that point of view that we see, okay, um, um, we should focus on how to prioritize tech over counterparts of a meaningful um, and thoughtful customer experience. Yeah? So, I mean, there's always like tech suppliers like us and other suppliers of tech, um, there's always the belief that, or sometimes, um, that people are just using their technology for the sake of technology. And uh, current generations, I mean, they know what to do. They know that they're using Facebook for a chat with a friend. They, and if we're looking, or maybe others, WhatsApp, whatever, so they have different tools. Now, what, is, what makes then a, a community app, if we link that to co-living, what makes now a co-living app, community app, being useful for someone. I think that sort is something which um, uh, drives us um, working um, in the collaboration with the entire ecosystem that we make something valuable, that we, that we add value to what we are creating. And um, at the end, the goals are worthwhile the same. So happy customer, happy life. So, and uh, with a happy customer, happy life, properties become more profitably uh, at the end. And that is, um, I think, the goal of looking at the ecosystem more entirely, more in depth um, to understand what is really needed. Hope that answers a bit your question. It absolutely did. You actually answered to my next question also, which is a part is that, that you yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christian, uh, anyway, you're always a step ahead. That's, that's why you are always a step ahead. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, my next question was going to be more towards what, uh, you know, how can Colivin develop in the future and what kind of innovation you're waiting for. But mm -hmm. I think you have already kind of like tapped into it. Unless uh, you have something else you'd like to yeah, add. But I, I, I would like something to add. So I think Go for it. Um, the, the question is, um, um, if you look at and where Colivin can bring us. So, I mean, the... I'm totally convinced with the example even I mentioned prior is that the true revolution is at the moment in-house. So we see a lot of happening in-house. If you look at the core um, um, fundamentals, yeah? so I mean, we have, we would like to, uh, I mean, what, what is co-living staying for? I mean, let's, let's, why is co-living here and why is co-living here to stay? So that is something where we look at demographics, affordable living, scalability, accessibility, and sustainable goals. So we see that how to do that, we have co-living and uh, the co-living concept with its spatial design with other many important elements of that pyramid, revolution is in-house. So what is then if we going the next step? So I think um, co-living as such has also um, its footprint and its impact on the outside world. So I think that long-term um, is, um, is not a challenge, but it's here to, um, to overcome that we um, see uh, the potential to shape the city of tomorrow. And that again is something where um, we look at um, this venture, um, including the neighborhood, creating a culture of belonging, and um, um, see, I mean, already now the differences of the millennial generation that, so those generation, they have a total different mindset. And that is, I think, definitely a topic um, uh, I know from, from many um, of our network uh, who are more focused on the urban plannings is something which I think drives my interest yeah i mean again one example i find really impressive yeah to see that change is make a driver license um i mean this is a, more or less a paradigm uh the generation of of myself we grown up and it was clear you make a driver license now ask the younger generation i know many many who don't have even interest in doing so 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 more renting than owning. Uh, most of the younger population are spending their money on lifestyle and not on the old stuff. So the car topic with all its technology to just name another technology, not only access control is on the way. So it will change. And what I think um, I got from a nice panel on urban planning is if you look at um, the metropolitan cities and 60 to 70% uh, approximately of the ground is used for streets, then it's a challenging question if in some cities only 30% of the citizens own a car. So why are you not opening up that space, what you have, for instance, uh, used for the streets, um, not opening up in a way for the real community life and the life within a city. So I think that is a super, I mean, long-term topic, but it is a topic for the future and co-living can have an impact here. Yeah, it's very interesting. I can tell you that London is already listening to you. 
they are uh, closing many streets and make it more community driven, which is upsetting a lot of drivers and is making a lot of people happier. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen. I am happy both way because I yeah. cycle a lot. I drive as well sometimes and I understand it's a bit of a struggle to have to go around and it create more traffic in certain area. But, uh, but I agree with you. I think the more we're going to move forward, the more the necessities will change. And I see co-leavings as a sector thriving also because of that. So again, that taps into my next question that says, you know, what type of potential do you see actually for the co-leaving ecosystem? And what mark do you want to leave in this system and in this sector? Again, an absolutely good question. Um, I think I have answered already a bit of it. So um, did. The, I mean, the ecosystem is definitely um, to be validated. Yeah, I mean, I think what is now the ecosystem about in, in tech, in spatial design, in, I mean, all the elements which are heavily um, impacting for positive reason, the co-living movement. So I think, again, coming back then to the bridge to co-live, that is why we are here and why we uh, joining with a network in order to uh, to discuss openly competitors to competitors, but I mean to exchange even the the information, and then it comes back to then also the tech topic where um, I do see that everybody seems to have an opinion, but I think it, it it's time to look at the ecosystem to make an example on then on the bridge to tech to look at. What are the tech applications? Um, who can or which companies can contribute? Um, which application can contribute? And to get a common understanding proved by our dear uh, customers or potential customers who are interested in that. So I think it's always the relation between what you can supply, what you can make, but also what is the demand on the other hand side. And I think that is the mark we can do is um, to look at it from um, the site supply and demand side and bring people together and um, um, work on a joint solution um, together. I love the word together. You know, I am a big, uh, I'm a big fan of the co part in the living sector. So the collaboration, the cooperation, the community and all of that. So Christian, you are currently serving as a colleague executive team member, but you're also our head of tech. So tell us a little bit more, what do you do and how can people get involved in your initiatives? And actually, what are your plans to do as a head of tech in the next year? I mean, everybody is more than welcome to reach out. Uh, so there are no I mean, hurdles in that sense. Please do. So um, my LinkedIn profile will be shared. So please reach out and we get in touch. So what we do and I also slightly explained um, at least some elements of it. So because of the tech part of, um, of, of co-living is an important one, but again, it's not the, um, the most prioritized one in the way of what is coming first. So I think that is also good to, um, to, to breeze in. So to breeze in an understanding that tech should be seen as, uh, as, a, as a tool to help uh, the co-living movement grow and to help 
operations to become more uh, manageable, but in a way to relieve um, then operators to really focus on the community part. So I think that should be um, seen in that manner. Um, what we do, and that will be announced soon, is we create the tech community with different elements. So um, we will um, look at the tech ecosystem. So we identify um, and everybody is more than welcome to reach out to us um, to identify what tech applications are part of an ecosystem. So I do have um, already an overview. So it's also, um, we reach out as Colif, um, are you interested? But I mean, everybody who has its vision to participate and to join actively is welcome, um, is more than welcome to reach out to us. And um, then the, the main goal is to get in touch and to um, share, um, even if it's, it could be a tech integration, but it, it's also um, working together um, on that um, desire. What I think is again drafted and yeah, expressed really well from customers. And there we, I mean, we as Salto have a good insight on what has happened in the last years. So there are different applications. I would shortly briefly explain. So there are different applications, access control, it's lighting, it's, I mean, all the elements, energy saving devices. Um, now in these days, um, air monitoring, quality of, of air. So all of that is um, an application. And the question is how to host. So who is the host management system who manages the logic between those applications. And what we have seen is that uh, with the early uh, concepts and still ongoing, operators find it difficult to find those platforms as a service. So they have developed their own platform to manage the different type of, um, of applications. And that has changed now that more and more PMS booking um, engines um, who has extended the way of community management even within their platform, which becomes way more profitable and way more efficient uh, for operators to start a co-living. So the, the aim is not to provide, I mean, not now for, for Colif, an own management platform, but to help each other to find the best platform, uh, which can be a good custom wide label option for their operation. With that, we can have the, we do, and we participate in the impact that it becomes even way more interesting for new operations to start their operation with a good way of using technology as a tool again, to be, to be really important. But that is a way what we do in the tech community. And that then comes along with a directory of applications being used in the um, co-living scene. And the long term is that we are also working on an accreditation system for companies being um, recommended for the co-living operations. And that is the goal of um, the tech community. And maybe to step in what you will, what we then do, how do we facilitate that? So in December. Are you asking yourself questions? That's interesting. 
<laughs> no, I mean, how do we facilitate this? <laughs> this is a good I one. I should but... be asking you the question. Anyway, for no. everybody for everybody listening, that's what we do every time. That when is we what we do. When we do it, when we are having, I'm going to leave this one because I think it's funny. When we are having an executive team meeting, this is exactly what we do. We ask ourselves questions and yeah. we reply questions to ourselves. So please, yeah. Christian, go ahead. I asked me the question. <laughs> I mean, I mean, many times how do we facilitate that house so, i mean it's pretty clear that we then host meetups um, coming all together on an international level because technology is not a country-wide thing i mean there might be application providers uh, who have just a local support but technology allows us to go internationally so i mean it would be an international focus whoever is interested can uh, participate but there will, it will con uh, entail the um, meetups, but also workshop sessions. So because it is a topic where we have to work together and to, um, to discuss um, what, whatever solution um, and way is better, it, it has a workshop um, um, direction. And that will be then launched in um, in January. So in December, we will um, hop on a first prep preparation call. So Fantastic. some companies have already uh, let me know that they are interested to join that, um, let's call it uh, first um, smaller group, but it's still open. So everybody uh, now listens in and is uh, excited and would like to join can again um, reach out to me and um, we then make sure that you are part of that uh, first preparation uh, call. Now, what we then do to just give a glimpse on, 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 on the sections is um, we look at the discovery. So that you have always the different stages uh, within a co-living and we look at really the discovery stage, onboarding, in-house life, um, offboarding and afterlife. So, and within the all stages, you have different elements be included, different applications, different handshakes being needed. That is uh, key um, for um, the uh, tech community setup uh, starting uh, January next year. I, I, I really like that. I think that is um, that. I think obviously, I, I, I do love Colive, and I think what we are doing is great. And every time we have someone adding more and more on board with, with, with all we are doing, and tech is definitely such a big and important part of the Colivian sector and anything that we are going to do anyway in the future, like everything is done by tech. You're not just the head of tech and part of the executive team, but you are also very involved in the Colive Summit, which we are planning to have next year, hopefully live version if uh, we will be allowed. I would like to know from you, are you looking forward to it? And how can people get involved in that as well as? Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, I'm already excited. Now I have to tell you <laughs> what are we going to do? So um, the part is, I mean, as you said, I think we, are, uh, we would be limited if a summit in a physical format wouldn't be allowed next year. So on that, I think uh, we also in the CODEF team, we need to make a decision because it also needs some planning. But um, if it's not next year, then it's maybe the year after. So we will definitely do what we have planned 
and that I definitely would like to um, explain briefly. So we have, a, I mean, in the in the vertical of co-living, co-working, we have seen great conferences, great exhibitions, or I mean, exhibitions as such. If they are great, that is always to be discussed. But if you see the value behind, and I think what what we want to do is stepping into the next phase of um, experience and turning a conference uh, with its format of joining collaboratively thinking empower and connect on different topics but also let it not become an exhibition so the way to do it is really creating a unique event full of experience and if you then, I mean, like everybody from us would experience if in real, if you would join a co-living. So the, and that is a challenge to organize, but in the way how we already worked on it, it is done that um, and already um, scheduled in a way that with partners that we really let it become a co-living house. So uh, the co-living summit is a co-living house for all attendees. And that means you get served, you get um, welcomed, you get hosted as you would have booked uh, three nights or three months or three years in a co-living house. And then you ask a really good question, who can be involved? I think everybody who is like-minded and, and supplies and provides any service to the co-living market can be involved here as well because all elements again are needed so if we would now build a co-live summit co-live house so that would also uh, engage us um, to work with all the um, experts in the field and that means that we everybody is welcomed and um, if it's not tech um, all tech elements if it's i mean what do we have in tech? We have what I already mentioned, the, uh, the air quality, the smart sensors, the uh, maybe even in, in security, the cameras, uh, we have washing machines, we have food and beverage suspenders. So we have all kinds of different um, uh, tech and applications, um, but we also have software and we have even operators who would maybe like to um, assist us by doing um, by sharing what their journey was to become um, a successful um, and to succeed in that uh, vertical. And that hopefully is not too vague, but it's basically whoever is interested in the summit, with, which is a unique event full of experience, um, mirroring a co-living house is more than welcome to um, contact me um, and we will get you involved. Amazing. I will leave, uh, we will leave the, all your details and how to contact you in the show notes anyway, so people will be able to, to reach out to you. Right. Uh, we are nearly at the end. I know your time is always very precious. And I'm so appreciative of the fact that you've spent nearly an hour with us talking about technologies and it, it's so transparent that, it, you know, it's, you're so in love with everything that you do and, and with the sector that you are in. And, and you do such a hard work for, you know, for Colleve and uh, we are so appreciative. Um, my last question is really relating to Colleve itself. And I would like to find out 
if Colleave itself has helped you to reach some of your professional goal? If so, how? And if you have any success stories that you would like to share with us, which could be related to you or exterior as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, my first answer in the political correct way um, is that um, I really would like to um, shout out in the, that everybody who is willing to partner, I mean, we try to avoid the term sponsor because Salto is also a partner of Colif in its way to, um, um, to help that movement growing is on the opposite side and the positive sense is that throughout the partnership, we have received many potential leads. So everybody who is um, also, I mean, has this passion and the vision to participate in the co-living movement, um, we, will we have now also with the tech community upcoming, many more um, potential seats um, available for, um, uh, to partner with us. Um, I think I can just share just neutral um, what that also the, the partnership, even though we, we see it as a partner, not as a sponsorship, um, we have received also leads. So that on the opposite is maybe also for the finance um, interested uh, return on invest um, um, parties also of interest. So this is awesome. And, and we are just then focus on the true partnerships of, on for, which has a lot of elements in at Colif. Personally, personal growth. Right. What I really like is, I mean, we are just mirroring what a co-living community is about. So the true community that helps everybody growing. So it's the kind of even um, um, how management works is. You don't do this for yourself. You do it. You do also things for others, and that helps others grow. And at the same time, a mate will help you to grow your personal. Um, um, I mean, to reach new steps. And I think that is something which is implemented at the heart of even the exact team in such a way that everybody can reach the next steps with his own expert insight, but also with the help of others. And that to me um, is my personal grow, even um, uh, participating actively in the, as head of tech. Thank you. That's really beautiful. I absolutely love when you said that we are mirroring how aco-living community of aco-living spaces. I often feel the same. And it's really nice to, to hear from other team members that they feel the same. Well, thank you very much for being with us today, Christian, and for sharing all of your knowledge. And I am so looking forward to what you're going to bring with the tech community and how we are going to disrupt in a very good way, you know, the industry and uh, raising bars even further. So thank, thank you for you. all you're doing. So I'm really looking forward to the first prep call in December, the first meetup, and uh, quite informal, you said, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And as I said, I'm going to leave all your details in the show notes so people can reach out to you. And I'm looking forward to help you in any way to grow the tech community. That's absolutely great. Thank you, Kate. Okay, danke schön and auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Thanks again for joining us today. And from all of us here at CoLive, we hope you learned a lot. 
and maybe even picked up a few pieces of wisdom to help expand the co-living movement. To check out the co-live membership that will allow you to connect with other leading co-living professionals, or even just to stay updated on future podcasts and upcoming events, head over to colive.org. Again, that's co-liv.org. Thanks again for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back for our next episode. Thank you.